You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So a couple of weeks ago, I recorded a podcast. Why is Zillow pumping the brakes on house flipping? A little pump, pump, pump action on those brakes. Eh, we're going to slow things down a little bit. Probably not going to buy any houses throughout the, I don't know, throughout the rest of the year, maybe the foreseeable future ever. Well, that's what we're talking about today because we've just recently had information come out that Zillow to shut down Zillow Offers, that's their iBuyer company, lay off 25% of the company. Oh, that's not good. Ooh, that, that is just Zillow Offers though. That, that company, they'll absorb the rest of those folks and whatever other venture that may or may not work out for Zillow down the road. This is what we're talking about today. So what happened? Zillow was buying literally billions of dollars of homes, and then all of a sudden, they're not. That's what we're going to get into in just a second. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies here in the greater Seattle, Washington area, where Zillow is from. So I am clearly, based on my locational location, that's a reference, I'm an expert on this matter. All right, that's what we got going on. I'm not. I I I know people who work at Zillow, and um, we've bought some Zillow advertising over the years, but we don't have a lot to do with that. And um, yeah, let's let's just read the news. Zillow to shut down Zillow offers, lay off twenty five percent of the company. Zillow, uh, Seattle based Zillow Group, is shutting down Zillow offers. It's direct home buying service. The move announced Tuesday, along with the company's third quarter 2021 earnings results, comes just weeks after Zillow said it wasn't buying any more homes through the end of the year. Yeah, we're going to take it easy. And when they indicated that, that was basically Zillow seeks to sell 7,000 homes for $2.8 billion after flipping halt. We're just going to we're going to put a little halt on the flipping business for now. Not forever, just a little halt in a slower down market. We're not sure which direction this is going in. Plus, we overpaid for a crap ton of homes and we're going to lose some money on this. So we're going to put a halt on that because that's typically what you do in a business model that isn't working out. We went from that to literally this afternoon here, November 2nd. Yeah, we're all done. We're all done with that. That's a that's a business that we're not we're not we're not going to be in in the foreseeable, foreseeable future. We're, we're just not going to do that. We've determined the unpredictability in forecasting home prices far exceeds what we anticipated, and continuing to scale Zillow offers would result in too much earnings and balance sheet volatility. In other words, this isn't our business model. We don't know what we're doing. We're getting out. And I've kind of said that for for a lot of these iBuyers, I've said that, but for Zillow in particular, Zillow is not, that's not their model. That's not what they do. That's not what they make money on. What Zillow does is they take MLS data and then they basically put it on websites. People look at it. Those people become leads. Those leads get sold back to real estate agents. That's a massive oversimplification of what Zillow does, but that's a lot of what they do. And why do I know this? Because I own a real estate brokerage and I have brokers who have bought leads from Zillow in the past. Some of them work out, some of them don't, a lot of them don't work out. 
Sometimes it's because the real estate broker isn't great at, you know, reaching out to those buyers and getting that relationship going. Oftentimes, it's because the the leads are really weak. But that is if you buy a lead off the internet for real estate, that means you are dealing with somebody who doesn't have an affiliation with anybody. And the best lead you can get is somebody who comes to you by referral. Everybody in sales knows this. So when you go outside of that principle and you start buying leads, there's not a lot of loyalty. And so those leads aren't necessarily the greatest leads in the world. So we tend to stay away from buying leads. But you know, it is an avenue of business and a lot of people do really well. And that's their thing. So the uh, the Zillow offers would result in too much earnings and balance sheet volatility. In other words, we're bleeding too much money. We got to shut this bad boy down. And that's what Zillow Group co-founder and CEO Rich Barton said in a news release. While we built and learned a tremendous amount operating Zillow offers, it served only a small portion of our customers. Our core business and brand are strong. And we remain committed to creating an integrated and digital real estate transaction that solves the pain points of buyers and sellers while serving a wider audience. All right, that's their main goal long term, right? I mean, so they say, who knows what Zillow's long term deal is. But going out and buying homes at a discount, fixing and flip, if that's even if they're even going to do that with some of these homes. But basically, iBuyers, they make a they make the transition, the transaction and the transition from seller to buyer easy for the seller. They just basically come in and I'll buy your house. But recently, they've apparently paid too much and the market's gone a little bit slower. And so, you know, from from what I can tell from the research I've done, they're going to be losing a little bit of money. And this isn't what Zillow wants to be doing. Zillow said it will lay off about 25% of its workforce as a result of shutting down Zillow offers. Tuesday's news marks a rather abrupt change of course for Zillow, which praised the success of its direct home buying business just three months ago during its second quarter 2021 earnings call. Zillow offers brought in $772 million during the second quarter of 2021, a 70% year-over-year increase. Revenue climbed this quarter as well. Zillow offers brought in $1.17 billion during the third quarter of 2021. All right, so the lesson here is just because you're generating revenue doesn't mean that it makes sense. That business model doesn't necessarily work. What are your expenses? How do you know the market's going to keep up and keep going the direction you need it to to carry you from when you're overpaying for homes on an iBuyer model? Those are some questions that Zillow is probably asking themselves. When I first saw that Zillow was going after the iBuyer market, I was kind of like, does that even make sense? Because when you're an iBuyer, you got to get that good deal on the front end. And then you got to be able to do probably a little bit of work. Oftentimes these homes have worked and, you know, they've got deferred maintenance that something needs to be done. You got to create that equity somehow. Oftentimes it's in a light remodel. And when you're in the light remodel business, that's a tough business because you are dependent upon contractors who, believe it or not, are in extremely short supply. We During the pandemic, everybody has either it, it feels like they, they've done a home improvement project of some sorts, oftentimes requiring services of a contractor. 
Those contractors need to bring in subs to do all the little, the different projects. Those guys are busy. Those guys and gals are super busy. And and if you're a Zillow iBuyer and you're trying to compete in those markets with other home flippers, you're at a disadvantage because you don't know that market, number one. You don't have those contacts and you just don't have the mechanism down. So even though you've got the money behind you like you do as as Zillow and uh, the iBuyer uh, company Zillow offers, it doesn't necessarily make sense. In February, the company started using its home value estimation tool, Zestimate, to make initial cash offers through Zillow offers in more than 20 cities. Now, if you've been following the Seattle Real Estate Podcast, you know that I'll often mention that Zestimate, it is an excellent starting point for a conversation. That's what the Zestimate is good for, a starting point for a conversation. Hey, Zestimate said my house is worth, eh, well, if you really want to get down to what your house is worth, look at comparable sales, have an appraisal done, seek the guidance of an experienced real estate broker, have them do a CMA. Any of those things would work out just fine. But the Zestimate is a statistical model that based on its data may or may not be accurate. And how many loans are made based on a Zestimate? I'm, I'm hearing crickets right now. Crickets? from the audience. Yes, that's because nobody makes a real estate loan based on his estimate. Now, how many loans are made Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? How many Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans are made based on an appraisal? There you go. That is the preferred uh, method of operation. You have a certified real estate appraiser put together a little report known as an appraisal. And that is is what goes towards backing the valuation portion of a mortgage. All right, so pretty, pretty straightforward. So we got this estimate and they were using this estimate to make initial cash offers through Zillow offers in more than 20 cities. The one caveat I would make is that this estimate is as good as the data that it has. If you've got extremely similar data in a neighborhood, um, this estimate can be very ac accurate. Oftentimes, that is not the case. And with as little supply as we have had in the last year, year and a half, this estimate oftentimes is wildly inaccurate because it doesn't have enough data to really pull the, the numbers that it needs to come up with something that's reliable. Oftentimes, many of the online estimate estimate tools, we're seeing that happen right now. And as appraisers, Oftentimes, if we don't have the data to, to do it, we're just as stuck. We're like, all right, we're going to have to take our best guess. But that's because as humans, we like array the data and kind of figure it out. And we've been out there. We've taken a look at the house. We've walked through the house. We've taken photos of the majority of the rooms. This estimate, it gives pumps out a number for every home in the United States. Massive task, massive task. The appraiser, we're doing one appraisal at a time. Wildly different, right? So you've got different levels of accuracy. And, you know, each appraisal, you know, is a, is a tool towards getting a loan. As estimate, it's the beginning of a conversation stand, starting point. So Zillow offers value proposition of a fast, fair, flexible, and convenient close has proved more than durable, even in this sizzling hot seller's market, Barton said during the company's quarter two earnings call in August. I confess to being quite excited by how well Zillow Offers is doing in such a hot seller's market 
which has me, for one, kind of probing at the perimeter of my penetration and total addressable market expectations. Uh, probing at the perimeter of my penetration. Hmm. That's a sentence that I, hopefully you don't hear me saying outside of the context of this podcast ever again. That's weird. Okay, moving on. The news around Zillow offers became more bleak recently. According to Market Watch, a key bank analysis of 650 homes bought by Zillow found 66%, roughly two thirds, were worth less than the purchase price. Uh-oh, Houston, we've got a problem. So I buyer, Zillow, buying homes, paying too much, market slowing down, not the direction you want to go. So soon you got a couple of billion dollars worth of inventory out there. In addition to Zillow offers and its platform to find a home, Zillow provides mortgages through Zillow Home Loans and a platform for partner agents called Zillow Premier Agent. Zillow reported total revenue of more than $1.7 billion for the third quarter of 2021, up from $656.7 billion during the third quarter of 2020. One thing you got to give to Zillow, they are not afraid to try something new and see how it works out. They have had so many business models come and go, and maybe they are just learning experiences for them. But oftentimes when I see a new Zillow model, I'll just be like, okay, let's just see how this one lasts. Let's just see how long this one goes. Does this one have legs? Oh, it does. And all in one minute, we are talking about probing the perimeter of my penetration. And the next minute, mm, yeah, no, we're shutting that bad boy down. All right. So let's go back. Let's go back to yesterday. The news yesterday was Zillow seeks to sell 7,000 homes for 2.8 billion after flipping halt. We're just gonna, we're just gonna halt this thing. Zillow Group is looking to sell about 7,000 homes as it seeks to recover from a fumble in its high tech home flipping business. Fumble. What happened to your business? <laughs> we were, we were juggling everything just great. And then we had this fumble and, uh, yep, banco. The company is seeking roughly $2.8 billion for the houses, which are being pitched to institutional investors. According to people familiar with the matter, Zillow will likely sell the properties to a multitude of buyers rather than packaging them in a single transaction, said the people, who asked not to be named because the matter is private. Okay, you got a publicly uh, traded company here. How private is this? Here's And here's one of my thoughts. Anybody at Zillow, anybody on the executive team, have you remodeled homes? Have you remodeled your own home ever? Have you ever looked at what it takes to do a spec remodel? All the crazy things that can go wrong, including just buying the home and then analyzing what you need to do to it, going out, getting the contractors, having them complete the work putting the home on the market and then selling it on the retail end of things, there's a lot that could go wrong. And I was always kind of wondering, didn't anybody at Zillow work this through? Or maybe they didn't care because they've got enough money behind them where they can make this model go. That was always my thought is, that's not their business. This isn't what they do. Stick to what you know, unless you're a podcaster. And then, you know, you can kind of just do willy nilly, whatever you need to. 
But uh, no, I'm joking. You got to stick with what you know, because you, otherwise you're playing in somebody else's backward backyard and they're going to have you for lunch. That is oftentimes, that's the deal. That's what goes on. So a representative for Zillow didn't immediately comment for this article. The move to offload homes comes as Zillow seeks to recover from an operational stumble that saw it buy too many houses. With now being listed for less than it paid, the company typically offers small numbers of homes to single-family landlords, but the current sales effort is much larger than normal. So they're getting rid of their inventory on a wholesale basis. That's the bottom line. So you wholesalers out there, there will be some inventory coming through. See if you can see if you can grab a quick little quick little piece of Zillow's action. If successful, the sale would make a dramatic dent in Zillow's inventory. The company acquired roughly 8,000 homes in the third quarter, according to an estimate by real estate tech strategist Mike Delpreet. Zillow shares dropped 8.6% to $96.61 on Monday, yesterday. The stock had slipped 22% this year through Friday after nearly tripling in 2020. The company is scheduled to report earnings on Tuesday, which they did and they said were shutting down Zillow offers. Zillow recently said it would stop making new offers in its home flipping operation for the remainder of the year, though it continues to close on properties that were already under contract, as you do, uh, because then if you don't, you become known as that iBuyer that doesn't close on what you put under contract. Not the reputation you want. But you know what? It doesn't really matter for Zillow because they're shutting this bad boy down. The decision came after the company tweaked the algorithms that power the business to make higher offers, leaving it with a bevy of winning bids just as home price appreciation cooled off a bit. All right. So they tweaked the algorithms that power the business to make higher offers. All right, so they're using their Zestimate tool and they're saying, all right, based on our Zestimate tool, we think we can make money at this price point. Okay, what does this say about the Zestimate? Hmm, yeah, maybe it's not as reliable as we thought or we just paid too much for these homes. Either way, not good for Zillow. But, you know, they'll move on to something else. An analysis of 650 homes owned by Zillow showed that the two-thirds were priced for less than the company bought them for. From KeyBank, I think they learned in, they leaned into home appreciation at exactly the wrong moment. Yeah, you can always say that about somebody. But you got to step out there and do it if you, you know, if you want to make some money in the remodel business. You can't do it by sitting on the sidelines going, well, I would have paid that for that one. You just got to get in there and do it and go. But Zillow, unfortunately, on this one, it looks like they've had some bad timing. How long is it going to take to get out from underneath the inventory they've got? Fortunately, the market is still in their favor as far as we've got low supply. Not in, not in all markets. We're, we're creeping up on having more supply. But we are nowhere near a balanced market in virtually any of the markets that, that I've taken a look at. So Zillow put a record number of homes on the market in September, listing properties at the lowest markups since November of 2018. See, they already knew. They already knew. All right, putting an end to this. We're going to cap this. We just need to get out. Stop the bleeding. That's what's going on.
It also cut prices on nearly half of its U.S. listings in the third quarter, according to Yipit, signaling that its inventory was commanding prices lower than it expected. They're getting out. That's that's what's going on. They're getting out. Led by Chief Executive Officer Richard Barton, Zillow is best known for publishing real estate listings online and calculating home estimated values called Zestimates. All right. But more, but more recently, it's been buying and selling thousands of homes until it is not. The home, the company bought 38 homes in the second quarter, making progress towards its stated goal of acquiring 5,000 homes a month by 2024, or zero homes a month, as it turns out the story is going to go that way. What do we learn from this? What do we learn from this? Well, Zillow's got a lot of money. They've got a lot of backing. They can kind of go out and do what they need to do and not worry about it too much because they'll shut this division down. They'll go back to their core businesses, which are intact per the CEO and co-founder. Is Richard Barton, is he the CEO anymore? I don't even know who the CEO is. To be honest, I don't pay a lot of attention to Zillow. It's just, I own an appraisal company, a real estate brokerage, and we don't have a lot to do with Zillow. I think a lot of folks sit around and think Zillow is, you know, there's always been that conspiracy theory that Zillow is buying up the marketplace. They're, they're buying those first 30 homes and, you know, they're, they're paying very little. They're getting great deals. They're, you know, they're buying up every home in the neighborhood and then they're, they're really paying a lot for that 31st home. This is literally the story that was out there. They're, they're paying a lot for that 31st home. That way it sets the market. That 31st home. Never mind those other 30 sales that are out there that are significantly lower. Don't don't look at those. Just look at the one high one. Those are conspiracy theories that don't have a lot of basis in reality. And by don't have a lot of basis, I'm going to say they have none. Those are just, you know, those are stories out there that don't make a lot of sense. iBuyers don't make up a huge portion of the real estate market. They just don't. They make up... The iBuyers like Zillow make up less than 1% of the overall market. It, it's just, it's crazy that people think, ah, oh, they're buying up everything in my Aunt Jenny's neighborhood, and therefore it must be true all over the country. I mean, my Aunt Jenny told me so. That's what you hear a lot of. And then when I read the stories, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't make a lot of sense. And oftentimes it doesn't. And in this case, what what would you think when you read that Zillow is shutting down its Zillow offers? Is that because things went so stupendously and they're really rigging the market? You know, is that an indicate when you shut down a business? Is that an indication of things really going stellar? No, it's not. It this is a model that didn't work for the for this company. Zillow is a tech company that sells advertising, and they you know they do some mortgages and they do some other stuff, but. For the most part, over the years, they've taken real estate brokers' information, MLS data that the MLSs have given them, and they turn back around and sell it in the form of leads to real estate brokers. Okay, not buying homes and fixing and flipping them, or just buying homes and flipping them without a fix. That's not really what they do, and now it's really not what they do. So um, investors bought roughly 9% of all homes Zillow sold in the first quarter of 2021, Bloomberg previously reported. So we've always got these you know, numbers, uh, Zillow's buying up everything here. 
Well, in the case of uh, Zillow as an iBuyer, uh, it doesn't look like they're going to be in the marketplace anytime soon as a significant player as they are now, right now, shutting this bad boy down. Will they bring it back? Who knows? Maybe. But, you know, the marketplace for a fix and flip on a large scale basis, that's a tricky model because you're working in individual markets and every market is different. It's different. You're competing in somebody else's backyard. And that may or may not work out. You see, you see big national home builders building in the Midwest or the Southwest. Think flat, easy to develop areas. They try and come and compete in a market like the Pacific Northwest where you've got views, you've got crazy terrain, you got mountains, you got restrictions, you got spotted owls. You got all kinds of stuff that hinders the development process, might take you 10 years to get through a plat. In other areas, Midwest or Southwest or Southeast, where you can just blow and go all day long, that's where your big national home builders make their money. That's where your flippers make their money. Because there's a lot of homes, you can figure out the data. And like at the beginning of this podcast, you know, we stated, all right, it's unknown, the volatility of the marketplace, even if you have volatility in a marketplace that you can readily identify, all right, this one sold for this, it's going to sell for this if you put the money into it. If you got a marketplace like that, you can operate. But Zillow is trying to operate in tons of different markets. Tough thing to do, tough thing for anybody to do. This one looks like it just didn't work out. Zillow's iBuying days are, for right now anyway, shut down. Who knows? Will they come back? Don't know. So that's why I don't place a lot of emphasis on iBuyers. Uh, I think their strategy is interesting. And we do see it come across every now and then on a purchase and sale agreement, or we will do an appraisal on something. But it's pretty rare. The majority of all of our business is real estate brokers selling to individuals or selling homes for individuals. On the appraisal end, we're doing appraisals for, you know, investors, institutional investors, attorneys, mortgage brokers, you know, anybody who needs an appraisal that needs a certified appraiser to go out and do said appraisal. You know, it, that's that's kind of our market. It's not iBuyer stuff. And from that standpoint, it doesn't surprise me that Zillow is shutting down its its Zillow offers. So that is what is uh, going on. We had the pumping of the brakes morph into, all right, yeah, I think we're going to call it good for right now and gonna lay off 25% of that business and we'll just, you know, carry on. We'll go back to our core business structure, which is in good shape according to their uh, their fearless leader. Okay, so um, yeah, that's it. So whenever you see these stories on iBuyers, take it with a grain of salt. It may or may not be what you're thinking it is. And if you hear a crazy conspiracy theory about 30 homes and the 31st one being purchased for way more to set the market, know that that's nonsense. Just didn't happen. Not going to happen. Doesn't really work that way. Okay, that's it for me on this one. I have beaten the Zillow and iBuyer business strategy, getting the brakes tapped on it to the point of, oh, yeah, we're going to put that in park and let this business sit here for a while. We're going to go with that. 
All right. Thanks again for being here. Thanks so much for being part of the Seattle real estate market. I'll catch up with you soon. Until then, stay safe, make good decisions. We'll talk soon. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 